0: Hey guys, what's up? Timmy Chuck here. I just uh, actually got off the first ferry. I'm heading to the mainland for the week, and I caught the 6.25 a.m. ferry, which meant I had, to, I had to leave the house by, what, 4.30 in the morning, so it's gonna be a long day. Um, I've just headed to Vancouver. I've gotta charge the Tesla, then I'm gonna be meeting up with a friend here this morning. But I thought, um, why not record an episode on my way to the uh, downtown Charger. So uh, in this episode what I wanted to talk to you about was the idea of constraints and um, constraint questions and the reason why this is important I think for you is to a couple episodes uh, ago I was talking about the idea of how I, I talk in spectrums and so I just threw two ideas at you so let me just unpack that and describe what I mean so um, thinking in terms of spectrums um, was useful, as I talked about in that episode, when you're looking at any situation or problem to describe it, um, you know, what is ideal, what is perfect look like in terms of the spectrum and what is terrible look like and then you, you put yourself on the spectrum to understand where you are um, in relation to what perfect looks like so that you can take action and, and make meaningful progress. So the um, the topic I want to talk about today, which is, which is kind of relevant to that is the notion of constraints, constraint questions. And I'm going to give you an example to let you know what I'm, what I mean by this. And so think in terms of uh, if you were to look to hire a new salesperson in your business, right? And you're looking at um, how do you, how do you make their, their onboarding and their performance and all that stuff a success? and a great constraint question is what if you had to hire 10 salespeople in the next month yet you had to ensure that the onboarding process and their performance was successful so the constraint is it's an extreme statement or question or thought exercise where you're forced to think differently and uh, two, uh, two different constraint questions which actually led me to you know, our perfect week program that I now teach, which is all around um, making coming into the office in your business optional. And, and for me and my business, a couple years back, my constraint question was, well, there were two. Number one was, what if I could only work an hour out of the week, which is kind of an obscene question, but it forces you to think differently. What if, what if you only did have an hour to, to uh, work out of the week? Well, you'd have to have some good systems, you'd have to have some damn good, <laughs> probably one damn good efficient meeting. Um, you know, uh, people that you trust, system structure, processes, trust but verify. A lot of things would need to fall into place in order to pull that off. And so that's the point of the constraint question is it forces you to think in terms of shoot if we had to take this to this level what would what would have to happen and the second question um constraint question that i had asked was what if i you know had to take off for a month to the other side of the planet couldn't talk to anyone and i just had my computer i just had an internet connection yet my business had to thrive and grow without me what would that look like so that's another example of a constraint question and so I was having a conversation with a client the other week, and we were talking about just that—that that first example that I gave you on the hiring a new salesperson—and they were frustrated um, by being burnt in the past. And that was my question: Well, you know, if you're struggling with one, you know, finding and hiring and onboarding and managing just one salesperson, here's a great, a great question for you: Is what if you had to hire ten? Because that's what scaling looks like and scaling requires a different set of questions to be asked. And so if it's 10, let's let's talk this through here. 10 hires, okay, well, first of all, you're going to need to look at your entire hiring process. And do you want to, by the way, do you want to attract average salespeople or do you want to attract amazing salespeople? If so, what is your bait? How are you attracting amazing salespeople? and then how are you able to effectively give them an offer and hire and bring them onto your team so what does that look like and then how can you systemize that so you can increase your odds what does that look like so that's all around your your hiring process and then let's look at if you had to hire 10 how would you onboard 10 the right way so everyone is slotted into um, being set up for success what does that look like so that's looking at your onboarding process and then the managing process in terms of, you know, how do they go out there and represent us properly? So you probably would have to have a sales system, so everybody could could hit the ground running. So do you have a um, like a sales script or guidelines for them to, you know, on day one they're they're have, setting up a meeting? What are the questions that they should be asking so that they don't have to spend the next year reinventing the wheel? Provide a framework for that. And then how do you set them up for high performance? Well, what does that system look like? If it's for 10 people, you should have proper metrics to be tracking them on a regular basis, which are going to incentivize the right behavior. Um, And so what does that look like? So for example, um, how do you ensure that they're actually using their CRM system? You know, Whether you use Pipedrive or Salesforce, any of the, whatever CRM you use, how do you ensure that they um, are using it correctly? How do you ensure that they're keeping it up to date and healthy? And then, what are the what are the daily, weekly activities that are gonna lead to results? So, by asking yourself the question as a constraint, what if I had to do this for 10 people? Boy, does that get you to think differently? And that is how I accelerate any and all improvements is by taking it to the extreme. Where, okay, if I'm struggling with one, how in the heck? Do do we have a chance of, you know, pulling off two hires and three hires? And once you understand this and and start to put these things into place, that's when you start to get real progress. Because you're not thinking um, incremental improvements, you're thinking exponential improvements, which require a different, completely different way of thinking. It's a different problem set, which requires different solution set. And it's this type of thinking, this pattern of thinking that is going to disrupt your business and take you to that next level. So, one of my best friends when it comes to solving problems are really good constraint questions where you take it to the extreme and ask yourself this question, well, if I'm struggling with just one, what if I had to do 10 of these things? What would that look like? So I hope that's helpful. I I think it's a really cool way of looking at problems um, to inspire different solutions that are completely outside of the box um so that you're not looking for just because marginal improvements incremental improvements aren't going to do it when you're looking to scale your business and likely you'll just be stuck where you're at because it's it's going to be probably a band-aid if you're looking for five percent improvement so anyways i hope that's helpful um the whole notion of asking constraint questions they're they're obscene extreme questions um designed to provoke uh, innovative responses and answers, and looking outside of the box. And, and to be honest, when you know 99.9% of the problems out there have already been solved, so one of my one of my first courses of action when I ask these questions are: um, Has it been solved? Is it possible? If so, who? Um, and I go out there and I find out who's already done this, so I don't need to reinvent the wheel. So many resources out there, guys, nowadays that you can tap into without having to invent this stuff yourself. So I hope that's helpful. I am almost downtown. I'm going to be crossing the Lionsgate Bridge here soon. Hope you have a good one, and I will talk to you soon.